Just in case our name Clit Talk wasn't a disclaimer enough, we wanted to let you know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So if you have any little ones in the room, now is the time to maybe put some earmuffs on or escort them out. You asked, so we're answering. In a special episode of Clit Talk, our listeners have turned the tables on us. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure-positive podcast where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex that you wish you got, and then some. We've got Richard from London, everybody. All right, so Richard yeah. from London, he'd like to know, going into the new year, what practice or habit are you taking on or exploring in the world of sexuality? I love your accents. <laughs> I don't know you're so good at that. She can do a lot of accents. You want to hear, hear Richard as a Russian? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do, I do. Good evening. My name is Richard. I'm from Russian, but I live in London. <laughs> Going into the new year, what practice or habit are you taking on and exploring in the world of sexuality? That's kind of like South African, actually, meets yeah, Russian. It got mixed up. <laughs> got mixed but they up. were all good. It worked. All good. It worked. What practice? Crystal. Oh, my goodness. Come on. So I've been flirting with a boy today. A man, I should say. And you know what we were talking about today? Because my neck hurts from our last little twirly. And Throw your neck out, huh? Soiree. <laughs> And he was sending me pictures today of like neck braces and bondage cuffs and foot bondage what? things. I don't think I'll do the neck, or, you know, but I think like the foot bondage bar could be kind of cool. So, you know, maybe I'll try that in the new year for you, Mr. London. Mm. Will you try it for me too? <laughs> can you send us pictures because so we can learn? <laughs> can you send us pictures so we can post it on the Instagram and people can know your face? <laughs> TBD. <laughs> Or it could just be your feet with the, you know, the bondage, bondage stuff on. I don't even know what this stuff's called. I was going to say, I tried those one time and they, it was so cool. It wasn't mine. It was used on me. And I was like, what is this being put on me? And it was so cool. Um, it was a couple months ago in this, over the summer. And I, I was thinking, it, I, just the other night, I was talking with my husband and we, I was like, let's maybe try some more BDSM or some more kink stuff. Yeah. So New Year's resolution to totally buy the props. Buy the props. You got to buy the props to try it, you know? Um, so I feel like investing. He did send me the store where to go get That's some. That's awesome. But they could be hands on at our next day. Let's go. We can totally go. Wait, 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 I, I want to come too. You yes. can come too. I feel like my New Year's resolution then would really be to invest more, financially I mean, in my sexual lifestyle. You know, like I really need a new vibrator. Yeah, I would love to get some cool bondage cuffs, maybe a fresh like piece of lingerie, like really invest in my sexual lifestyle. One of the practices from Pussy Reclamation that I've been recently taking on and re-inspired by is the Holy Trinity. So I've been I've been sending it to some of you guys and I'm, I'm like, it's Monday. Let's start with a, a brag, a gratitude and a desire. And it's been making a tremendous difference. And it's a practice that I would like to um, really implement more and more. So for those of you who haven't listened to all of season one, the 
the book Pussy Reclamation by Regina Thomashauer. In the book, there's an exercise called the Holy Trinity, where you share a brag, a gratitude, and a desire with another um, feminine goddess sister. That's a great so practice yeah, to do. so yeah, I've been doing that, and it's really fantastic. And Milk, um, the woman who came on our our show as a guest, the musician, she said she manifested her career. By doing the Holy yes. Trinity. Milk said that. Milk yeah. said that. Yeah. So, That's what inspired so, me was her, actually. Totally. Yeah. It did, so, too. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a manifestation tool when you speak these, this into existence with people. I would like to hear from Melody Willow what her practice is going to be in the coming year. Can you share that with us so I can be in the listen for it? Practice of... What is the what, what 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 question are you asking? Why? So Richard wanted to know. <laughs> the, 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 the question was um, the we question. Have been the, drinking, Richard. Sorry. It said like going into the new year. What practice or habit are you taking on or exploring in the world of sexuality? Oh, that's a wonderful question, actually, Tamiko. Thank you. Um, Let's see here. I think moment. My, like, I think you're going to start practicing a um, English accent. I know. In I, think so. I want to do this because I'm um, a little bit uncomfortable right now. And this, um, I, what am I going to take on? I don't know, Tamiko. What practice am I going to take on? I think that um, some like masturbating more is a very, very great tool. Um, well, you I have been creating your space right now because it's been kind of a long time since you've had sexual connection that you're starting to create your space to like be conducive to it, right? You're already taking on practices. So I'm curious what's out. next. She totally called you out. No, it's been, it's been quite like, a long oh, time since oh, you I know. Thank you. I wanted to go out Mama to the universe. <laughs> I wanted to go out to I got it. I got it. So what are you going to so do much. to have uh, sex in your life again? Let's this see is actually here. the question. <laughs> no, I have to have sex in your life again. <laughs> in my life. Um, it's kind of the same thing, I kind guess. Of the same thing. There are so many women out there who haven't had sex in a year as well. This is, you know what mm. happens? This is this is my thing. Is that when you don't have, and you ladies can either if you've had this experience or not, when you go through a time, a period when you haven't had sex for a while, it's not. It's like then when you have sex again, you're like you're horny all the time. But you're in abs when you are just abstinent for a long period of time. You're not you don't desire it as much as you do. Now one you're of the reasons to why the off for you're sure. able to sweat exactly the second like couple months ago when I hooked up with this guy like for such a long time I was constantly horny and it's almost like and what's wrong with that I mean it's fine if that's can, the part it, I don't it's get it's interruption though it's like takes so much extra time not just horny but, and then, <laughs> no but it's like I want you know it's like I want constantly you know so when what you I'm, are what I'm curious about yeah. if you're having it in your life right like if because uh, I under I had this in my marriage actually because we used to live apart for about six years so I wouldn't be as into sex when we would, like the first time it'd be like hot but then like not the emotional attachment wasn't there yeah so in order to bring sex into your life like energetically. Isn't that good to have had it and then be horny so that you're attracting that into your life? Yes, but 
Not unless it's it's almost a tease when it's not consistent. Is it, yeah, yeah, but if you're thing. saying if you're not that, in a monogamous relationship, it's harder because yeah, you can't because necessarily sustain this insatiable appetite. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> like shrugging her shoulders. It just depends balls. on where you're at. I don't in know. Life. I don't know if I could just just have sex with guys. So, so are you know. are you are you saying you don't really care to have sex in your life right now? No, are you? Are you of course, I. Won't. So then, what the fuck? So then, what fucking practice? Are you taking on? I'll tell you. This fucking year. I'll talk for her. For Richard. I'll talk for her. <laughs> this is for you, Richard. Let Dick know from We're London. We're going to download an app on Melody's phone. I'm going to find her some hot-ass pictures. Are you not on any dating apps? No. And we're going we're gonna to start talking to you guys about some of her adventures Ooh. coming up. Perfect. Now's the time for me Boom. to make this request. An ep- it's, <laughs> called, it's called t- Tamiko's Tinder Tips. She gives the download on how to set up your fucking Tinder profile. Your fucking Tinder profile. <laughs> Apparently. Okay, so Rachel from San Francisco <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rachel. wants to know. <laughs> we can't wait to hear what you got for um, us. What is your favorite sex toy and how do you use it? Is it alone or with a partner? Does anybody use a butt plug? Yes, I love it. <gasps> I brought that up I to be would. so taboo and it wasn't. Would funny, you like? I have that? a funny story about a butt plug, actually. So when I first started dating Matt, he like goes into one of his dresser drawers and he pulls out this black glass butt plug. A glass one? Oh yeah. My God. And he goes, and he goes, my ex girlfriend was too scared to use it. Are you? And I was like, no. <laughs> Laying down a I challenge. Was like, I was like, not at all. Go get some coconut oil, bitch. <laughs> and we've never used it since, but I had to prove myself. <laughs> You're like, for 30 seconds, it was in. <laughs> I really like it. That was actually one of the things that we used when I was ovulating when the sex wasn't good. Is I was like, why don't we get the butt plug out? Because we hadn't done it in so long. I love that you have so much amazing orgasmic sensation in your asshole. I do. I'm really actually jealous of you, Katie. <laughs> I, I, orga- I orgasm with that. Oh my gosh, that's like a gift. How'd you learn that? I'm Catholic. <laughs> no, I don't know, but I really do think that's why, because I was always afraid to get pregnant, so I, I you, developed it. Are you ever going to be um, honest with your baby about how they were conceived? <laughs> What do you mean? Like with a butt, like when we the, when we made you, there was plug. a butt plug in mommy's ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I have to rethink this entire conversation because no one really ever talked to me too much about it. You know, it was more right. of like a scientific kind of conversation. You, so I, maybe you get to set the standard. Maybe well, I don't know. You're gonna know. hear the podcast so my, at some point, and you won't have to tell us. Yeah, I'll just be like, just go listen to my podcast. Go <laughs> listen to the the very first Q and A we ever did for Clit Talk. It'll answer everything you need to know. Timestamp forty four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got one toy for both answers. It's called the Hitachi vibrator, or a really good knockoff. Uh, and with a partner, it's great when you do doggy style. It happens to be me, Lindsay, Nina Hartley's favorite way to orgasm and sex. Um, the other, you can also do it alone. This vibrator. Wait, how do you do that and doggy style? How do you use the vibrator and doggy style at the same time? Well, Hitachi's you plug in the wall, so you, and it has a long cord. So you just plug it into the outlet, and then you have it handheld. Um, and there's a long cord, and you can be in doggy style. 
And I kind of prop myself on my elbows or my shoulder, and I just hold the vibrator up to my clit. So it's a clit thing while your man's fucking you. From behind. From behind. That's with a partner. And then that same toy. That is fine. It is. And then when you're by yourself, you can use the toy on just your clit, and it's amazing. Yeah. I used to have a lot of sex toys. I literally have one now. It's a Vibe clitoral vibrator. It's, I think Vibe is the brand. It looks like lipstick. Actually, one of my I just bought a lipstick and it broke in like three uses. No, it's not really so disappointing. It's not really a lipstick. It's just kind of that size. That looks like the lipstick. No, it doesn't look like a lipstick. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's that size. (laughs) It's so, but but it kind it doesn't like really look like lipstick, but it. It sort of does. And one of my nieces found it one time. She goes, can I use your lip gloss? I was like, fuck, no, you can't. But anyways, so um, <laughs> that was really awkward. I mean, saying fuck was bad too. <laughs> no. My nickname for them is the little bitches. And I say it to their face. Um, okay. So anyways, <laughs> the, I like it for both personal and partner use as well. You know, what's fun is to get the guys to put the O-ring on. So it's like got the thing around their cock, and then there's the little bullet for your clitoris. The co- it's supposed to make them ring. last longer, too. Isn't there, is, is, there's so, a brand called the O-ring then, because oh, that's what I can visualize when I'm I thinking about it. I tried a cock ring with my husband, because my aunt told me it would help him um, uh, last longer. And it was a rubber one, and, and like this shit, the rubber fucking broke. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I've had that happen. And, and the vibrating thingy only lasts a couple of uses. And I was like, Aunt Laura, I don't know what the fuck you're ranting and raving about with this cock ring. She's like, you're not ordering the right one. And like, <laughs> <laughs> was like love Jewish New Yorker. Family. Oh my god. Okay. I've never actually liked using a toy while fucking with my partner. I just feel like it's distracting. You just like water on your clit. That's okay, too. (laughs) That's a toy. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I don't know why. I just would rather, like, be really touching each other and looking at each other and doing things with each other, whether it's 69 or, you know, I just, I want to do all the different positions. And having a toy for me is like, you know, now you're concentrating on the fucking toy. Is it working? Where do you put it? I just don't get off on that. I don't know why. Maybe I'm not using the right toy. Maybe. Opportunity for exploration. I like the idea of having a toy while you're doing doggy style because it's always – I like like clitoral stimulation while I'm having sex. And doggy style, it's always really hard to get it to the right position. But what about when the balls hit like your clit? As they're pumping. I've never had a ball hit my clit doggy style. What the fuck kind of sex are you having? (laughs) Those are some really long balls. They're like scooping up. How the fuck? I don't even understand. My vagina to my clit is short. Those sound like you must have a a problem. Tammy has got on the guy's balls a little too. Put your hand back there. Long ball problems, but um, but uh, I I would say that if you used the uh, if you used a vibrator, then their balls would just hit the vibrator. You know. Yeah. But that thing would get in the way of their balls for sure. It would feel good on their balls, probably. All right, we got a question all the way from India. Oh, Shipra. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Shipra. Shipra from India. Okay, so for those of you dating multiple people or with an alternative relationship, what qualifies as infidelity to each of you? And is it a deal breaker for your relationship? Ooh. Fuck. Well, first of all, who the fuck can answer this question in this room? Raise your hands. All right, so about four of us. All right, let's get these in. Yeah, because it's it's it's. So I'm I'm going to say in general, right? So if you have an alternative relationship, let's say hypothetically, for instance, you are 
let's say, a swinger. Okay, so you go to sex parties, you and your partner are able to have sex with those people at the sex parties. Okay, so that's not cheating, right? I would say, in, in an instance like that, I would say lying is the bigger problem. Because yeah. obviously sex is not... You, you have Every couple has their own boundaries around... If you have an alternative relationship, everyone has their own boundaries. So I would say lying is what really causes infidelity. If someone's going behind your back and doing something, or if they're lying to you about something in the realm of sexuality, that is sex. Or if they do something without permission. It's all about... With, with an alternative relationship, it's all about communication. It's all about honesty and honoring the boundaries that each couple sets up very differently for themselves. And that applies to single people, too. Yeah. I mean, the question is, all the people in alternative relationships are single. And, no, it's, it's a dating. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean, with multiple partners. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm been working with a friend who's been exploring dating multiple partners. I used to do that. I haven't done it as much. But it's just so interesting to see the difference in it's exactly that, lying, and not being straight about something. Like that is so key to the success in actually any relationship. But if you can be really straight about it, it actually breaks down boundaries and you're able to really see what's out there with that other person regardless. And I, and I would say like as someone who's been cheated on, it's not the sex that's upsetting. It's really not. at the. I mean, maybe it is for some people. For me, it wasn't the sex. It's the fact that you fucking lied to my face. Deceit, deceit is the most painful part of cheating. And if there's an emotional connection with someone that they're acting like they're not going to do that with, right, right, right. Yeah, that sucks too. (laughs) No, maybe I have a little bit different take on it. Ooh, do tell. Only because I've been married for so many years, so I really have a high level expectation of what commitment looks like. So if I'm just like dating a guy. And maybe I know he's not dating other people, but we haven't had the conversation. I'm completely free to not tell him I'm going to go on a date with somebody else or sleep with somebody else because we're not committed, right? But maybe there's like this underlying feeling that maybe the other person thinks it's just them, but you haven't had the conversation. And because... I don't know. Commitment is so deep to me. Like, what are you really doing to have my back? And what am I doing to really have your back? And if that's not clear, then I'm not committed to you. Even if I'm sleeping with you, even if you think I'm your girlfriend, I'm not committed to you. We don't have a true commitment. So I can be with other people. If they blatantly ask me, are you with other people? Then yeah, I got to say it. But I'm not going to give it up because I'm not sure if truth has any intrinsic value. It's really about, for me, time and capacity of people. Is it my time to tell them that I'm seeing other people and risk that I don't get to see them anymore? Or is it time to just go with the flow and keep it light with two or three guys? I don't know. So I don't know. Commitment is a really interesting thing. And an integrity, it's really case by case and what kind of conversations you've had. That's how I kind of treat it. Well, and you got to be able to look at the mirror in the morning. Absolutely. Yeah, for, for, for me and my relationship with um, my husband, I, I'm seeing a woman, I see a woman on the side, and we date, and we have our own experiences, and 
was actually my husband's idea because he knew I was really into this woman. And he's like, well, why don't you guys just have fun and let's have it add to our relationship. And it has, but I could never make plans with this woman and not tell my husband. I mean, that would be crossing the line, right? So totally case by case. In that case, I understand what it is. And I think it is just like knowing what the lines are too and drawing them out so you don't have a breach, Because at least I then know, and at least I then know that texting her every day would probably be outside of that commitment too, because how misleading is that, right? And I'm married. I have to be responsible. I'm in this committed relationship. This is my primary relationship. Primary relationship. Um, And other people's emotions are involved too, so don't want to be sending the wrong messages to those other people, you know, the other person involved either. So this came out of clit talk, you having this side pussy. Being able to be with women without my husband, really, yeah, definitely came out of clit talk. You know, I had a guy tell me just recently when I was sleeping with him, um, don't talk to other boys. And I and I actually said to him, I'm sorry, you're not in a position to tell me that. Or did you say, I'm sorry, I only talk to other men. I should have said that. Mm-hmm. That would have been good. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, imagine if a woman said that to a guy while they're dating and they're just barely starting out and they say, don't talk to other girls. Imagine what that sounds like, all needy and too much, and they run away. But it's really interesting when guys do that. And for me, if if you ain't really giving me anything real commitment-wise, why should I hold that just for you? You know, so I don't know. I mean, I was I was totally committed and monogamous for 24 years. Yeah. So I just know the difference, you know. So we got one more. Lenny from South Africa. Ooh. Did you do a South African accent? I don't know. That one's really fucking hard. Okay, I don't either. <laughs> okay, so here's the that question. Sexy. What is it's your sexy. favorite porn category and what makes you uncomfortable? I can tell you right now what makes me uncomfortable is two things. When the girl looks like she's under 18 or looks really, really young, that makes me super uncomfortable. The other thing that makes me really uncomfortable is the pain or the gagging, like the the porn where they are like the guy is shoving his dick down her throat to the point where she's throwing up and her makeup's running all over her face and she's practically being abused and she has to do an interview saying... I consent to this, like, bullshit. That makes me super uncomfortable. But I do like a, a good solid gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of porn I watch, it's been the same since I was, like, 12 years old, is always lesbian porn. Um, lesbian double-sided dildo fucking, lesbian tribing, a.k.a. scissoring, Love lesbian scissoring, lesbian scissoring squirting specifically. Those tags, let best lesbian scissoring squirting orgasms. I swear to God, even if you're straight, you'll come in two minutes. <laughs> I am disgusted by the sound of that one. No, I'm serious. You've obviously <laughs> never Crystal. tried scissoring, Crystal. Just, I will send you my. my I call it my time. It's oh a. It's God. a. It's a notes I you created on my. Fo- no, no, on the iPhone under my notes. I have a folder called my time i want to see some i will send it to you okay i will send it to you you hetero flexibles no i'm hetero i'm hetero inflexible right but here's the really funny thing but my but that's not our christmas wish tammy okay so wait a minute so i am hetero inflexible yet 
Part of the porn that I like to watch, too, is lesbian porn, but they have to be eating each other. It, it's not the double dildo. <laughs> eating each other out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eating each out. other out. out. I feel yeah. like Sugar has a long list of, on her notes thing. If you like, if you like um, cunnilingus, you will like scissoring lesbian. It's just fe- the female orgasm is no, beautiful. What makes me I don't uncomfortable? Need that. I need the tongue. What may- I got that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I know this might come as a surprise because I'm bisexual, but watching a man ejaculate in porn or like watching the guy get off makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, just put the camera on the girl. I just want to watch her orgasm. I don't want to watch him. But when my but it's so weird because when my husband's having sex, I love watching his him come. Like I love the veins in his neck and I love watching his face. But when I don't know the guy, I'm like, who are you? No. <laughs> no, no, thank you. You know, there's a term called bukkake. Yeah. yeah. So it's Japanese. Did you know that? Yeah. Sounds so like bukkake? it. So I, I only learned about it like three years ago and what it was about. And kake means to put on you, like to get on you. So <laughs> yeah. now I understood like, oh, bukkake is like a whole bunch of men jerking off and is it jerking off yeah they basically and spewing yeah. on you sorry like you a whole bunch at the same time are you saying this is something you want no i was just so surprised that there was a japanese term for it did it come <laughs> from ever, my people just, just a random thought from tamako <laughs> yeah porn though porn has a lot of bukkake so, right? so that she didn't like no so i wanted her to like it <laughs> so to answer the question does it make you uncomfortable or do you like it so the first couple of times i watched it i was like Mm, I would not like to be that girl, but it was just fascinating to see like all these men around her, like, you know, grabbing their dicks and jerking off and waiting to come on her. And it was just so weird. Have you You'll ever seen the get come in your eyes then? Have you ever no. seen the Japanese porn game shows? No. Okay. So there's this. You send it to me. There's this Japanese. <laughs> I want all these links. There's this Japanese game show, and I don't know if the translation is really true or not, but it's basically the men stand behind the wall, and all their girlfriends are out front, and you can just see their dicks through the holes, and the girls have to suck and fuck their dicks to figure out which one is their boyfriend. Oh shit! Oh, my God. What if they guess wrong? That happens a lot, and then they have to like fuck that guy till he comes. Wow, that's a game What's show that called yeah, Japanese I don't know. It's like some show? fucked up you Japanese, know the Japanese game make show. the best game shows. Dude, this shit is fun. I never heard about the sex game shows, but they make regular, really good game shows. So yeah, this yeah. makes sense. I love me some Japanese. My husband's a quarter. My boyfriend's half. <laughs> I know. I love me some I'm Japanese. I'm gonna go on Japanese, a Japanese game show. If you please. All right, Clitorati, thank you so much for listening to part two of our very first Q&A episode. You listeners sent in some amazing questions, really thought-provoking, and so much fun for us. We are definitely going to be doing these types of episodes in the coming months and years. Hopefully, we'll be around for years. So be sure to send your questions to our Instagram, at Show, and you can also email them, clittalk at gmail.com. Be sure to let us know if you want to be anonymous or not. Um, We will never share your last name, though. We're not those kinds of clits. So thank you. If you enjoy the show, make sure you share it with your friends. We want to get get this word out. We want to share our message and these questions with as many people as we can. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday.
Pussy. 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 I think Lindsay, I think that the clitorati, they left out one question. They told me, they told me. They didn't tell you. They left out a question? Yeah, they told me, okay? Okay. And the question was, they they really want a fan song. They've been, they've been asking for one. They want a clitorati fan song. So will you please do them the honors of improv clitorati fan song right now? Mm. Damn. Put me on the spot. They asked. They asked. Okay. Don't chant my name. That's so stressful. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. The Clitorati fan song. All right. You know you want it. Oh, you know you got it. Yeah, we're just the Clitorati fans to put the Clit Talk show. (laughs) I got you. All right. Woo. See you next Tuesday, butchers.